Are you curious about how you might have a more fulfilling work life? Well, you're not alone. In fact, the numbers show us that many of us want more fulfilling work lives. I'm Susan Mikriadon, your host. And as a finance director, ops director and leadership coach, who has lived and worked in many countries. I've met people who love what they do and people who don't. People who bring their full selves to work and people who won't. But one thing that I've learned that is common to us all is that we are all unique and have unique experiences and perspectives. So join me and my guests as we place a lens on the people side of work life and explore ways to let your uniqueness shine through by sharing insights, stories, strategies and techniques to inspire your work life. Welcome to Life Beyond the Numbers. This week, we don't actually have a guest interview. However, we do have some breathing techniques from one of our former guests. So firstly, do you think about your breath or breathing? Do you notice when it quickens or slows? Do you know how to harness the power of your breath? A couple of weeks ago, in episode 38, I spoke with Gavin Andrews of HearthMath UK, and he made a comment early on in the episode that breathing seems to have become very fashionable. I was struck by that as I suppose it's something I feel I've become more conscious of or mindful of myself over the last number of years. Not just breathing, but consciously breathing. I mean, breathing is something we do all the time, but we might only be aware of it when it's uncomfortable or we hold it or we feel out of breath or whatever. If you've ever done yoga or any other exercise really, you'll probably know about the association with the inhale and exhale matching the movement and breath. I think swimming is the one for me that's always helped me to to focus on my breath. I only learned to swim properly about 20 years ago when I was living in Australia and I was blown away when I was able to get the breathing right on the front crawl. And I always find doing laps with the front crawl so relaxing. Breathe in and breathe out, in and out, up and down, up and down. I mean, for me, that's very mindful and you have to be present. And it also helps you to remain calm, I think. You learn how to be calm, especially if somebody comes up beside you in the pool and gives you a bit of a fright. If your breathing is good, you're calm. But it stands to you anytime you're in deep or choppy waters. A couple of years ago, I was on holidays and I went to yoga classes. And I'm not a regular yoga person. I'm a bit more now. But the, the teacher there was more obsessed with breath than any of the others I'd, I'd come across. And one of the things that really resonated with me during that week was she talked about breathing through challenges. And I guess she was applying it to yoga postures. And if you were finding it difficult by bringing your attention to your breath and focusing on your breath and continuing to breathe, 
you can breathe your way back to coping or calming. But I think she was also using it as a, a way to cope outside of the yoga studio, that it was something that we could take away with us. And I found I did. And I applied it to other sports for sure, especially when I'm kind of in that space of I wish I could give up. Uh, this is too hard, too much, too... And breathe. But I've also noticed I, I can use it in other places as well. And combining that with other techniques I've picked up, I am definitely more conscious of my breath. And so mostly we just take our ability to breathe for granted. And therefore we're probably not breathing as well as or as optimally as we might. I kind of wonder if it's sometimes it's because we can't see it. But if the weather is very cold, well, we might well see it. We can feel our breath and you can definitely feel someone else's breath on you, especially if it's unwelcome. But maybe we're all a bit more conscious since the pandemic about breathing also, and especially not breathing on others. But I also know what it's like to have breathing difficulties. As I remember as a teenager into my early 20s, there were times when I had seriously impaired breathing because of asthma of sorts. And as any of you have experienced breathing difficulties, you'll know it's horrible and you do not want to take your breath for granted then. But apart from all of that and using it for sport or just general being conscious or mindful of it, there is actually great power in our breath. Not just that each breath we take is a sign that we're here, alive, but we can actually use our breath and the power of our breath to help us regulate when we feel stressed or anxious, breathe through challenges. I mean, it grounds us. And it's something we can do for ourselves for free anytime, anywhere. Simple, right? Just because it's simple, it doesn't mean it's easy. In fact, even just slowing down, we're not that good at it. But one of my mentors always says to me, Susan, we've got to slow down to speed up. But I think being able to manage or regulate your breath in the workplace where there are many challenges we might encounter is really helpful, especially when things feel a little bit too much or you're angry or frustrated. Just taking that time to slow down and bring your attention to your breath can help you move past whatever is happening in that moment and start to see things in a different perspective. It takes practice. I mean, it doesn't always just happen like that, but it's like anything. The more you do it, the better you get at it. I've also become a fan of Yoga with Adrienne. She has a YouTube channel and if you've never heard of her and are curious about yoga, I think she's worth checking out. But her mantra is find what feels good. And I love that as like anything, I think it's really about finding what feels good for you, what works for you. 
And there are so many different breathing techniques available to help you be more mindful or conscious of your breath that the techniques we share today may not be something you're interested in and that's absolutely fine. But go and find something that feels good for you because being able to be more conscious of your breath is is really helpful. But one thing I love about yoga with Adrienne is she's it's as if she's talking to you all the time when when you're going through movements and even though she's just on YouTube and you're in your living room or wherever you do feel somehow connected to her. And this January she ran a 30-day breath challenge which is still available and every morning she talks to you about breathing the love in and breathing the love out. So even though I've been more conscious and mindful of my own breath over the last number of years, I think that month with her <laughs> took it to another level. And as she says, when in doubt, return to the breath. Wim Hof says that the breath is a door. It's where you and I and everyone else began. It's where all life begins. Without the breath, what is there? So we've got to breathe. Most of us, as I said, don't breathe as well as we can. But by becoming more conscious and breathing more coherently more of the time, it can only do good. And there are a whole host of breathing techniques out there. But today, with a really big thanks and heartfelt appreciation to Gavin at Hearth Math, there are three different breathing techniques to share with you. The first technique is heart-focused breathing, which is the foundation of all heart mass techniques. And you become more conscious of your breath, try and increase the frequency with which we breathe in a more slowly, deeply balanced way. And by doing this, we create coherence or balance our autonomic nervous system. We change the nature of the communication between the body and the brain, particularly the heart and the brain. And practicing this type of breathing shifts us from strongly negative or unpleasant stressful emotions into a more neutral emotional space. The second technique is quick coherence. It's a really useful technique to use before, during and after challenging or stressful events. It's the same as heart-focused breathing, but we intentionally choose to experience a positive or pleasant feeling emotion. It can help to put you into a flow state. And by choosing pleasant or positive emotional states, you're releasing feel-good hormones that buffer stress or raise your tolerance of stress. And then the third and final technique is called freeze frame. And the idea is that we proactively use the state of coherence to engage with a problem or a situation to solve it. Typically, when we're engaging with a problem or a situation or challenge, something that's stressing us, we tend to become very narrow in our perceptions and our perspectives. But if we can stop, become coherent, we will be more creative, see things from a different perspective, be more open to a lot more options that will allow us to engage with the situation differently. Now, most of the heart math techniques are designed to be conducted with your eyes open so that you can do them anytime, any place. 
on one of these techniques today, you're invited to close your eyes. That's the third one. And the other two, you can leave your eyes open. These are all short techniques. The first one is six minutes long. The second one, about four minutes. And the third one, 11 minutes. And in each of the audio clips, there's a period of silence so that you can practice the techniques along with Gavin. Feel free to use these anytime. You can come back to them. They're there for people to use. You can also check out Heart Math and Gavin leaves some information at the end. So that's all for this week. Mind your breath. By tuning in, listening to the sound of your breath, you can still that busy mind and notice the quality of your breath and begin to improve it. And with a quiet, still mind, you may actually hear what's going on in your heart. Maybe not what's going on in your heart, but what your heart has to say or sing about. Over to Gavin. Hi, I'm Gavin Andrews. Thanks very much to Susan for the invitation to chat on the Life Beyond the Numbers podcast. I had a great time having a conversation and I hope that lots of you found that interesting um, and useful too. What I thought might be even more useful was to actually share some of the heart math techniques with you. So I'm going to share a few of the really simple ones. And we're going to kick off with one called heart focused breathing. So this is basically the foundation of all of the heart math techniques. Very, very simple to do. So the first thing I'd like to invite you to do is just sit nice and comfortably, keep your eyes open. Most of the heart math techniques are designed to be conducted with the eyes open so that you can do them anytime, any place. Okay, so eyes open, sit nice and comfortably. And then the first thing that I'd like you to do is just to shift your attention or your focus down into your heart or your chest area. So it's sort of dropping out of the head and all of the thoughts and down into the body, the heart, the chest area. Lots of people can do that fairly easily. Lots of people can't as well, not used to necessarily putting our attention in our body. So sometimes if you just put your hand on the center of your chest, then that can help focus and anchor the attention there. Okay, so now what I'd like you to do is just take a couple of nice, deep, comfortable breaths at your own pace. And now just imagine that your breath is flowing into and out of your heart or your chest area. And breathe a little slower and a little deeper than you usually would. Now, I know that your heart, your breath rather, can't literally flow in and out of the heart or the chest. So it's just having your focus there. But do make sure that your belly is nice and relaxed. You want the diaphragm to be able to move as much as it possibly can. So make sure the belly is nice and relaxed. Imagine that breath flowing in and out of the heart or the chest. And then as you're breathing, try to make your breath nice and balanced. So start out with trying to breathe at a rate of around about five seconds for the in-breath and five seconds for the out-breath. Okay, that's optimal for coherence for, for, for many, if not most people. But if you find that that's uncomfortable, then feel free to speed it up or slow it down a little bit. But do try to keep the breath nice and balanced. And what we find is it is the balanced breath in particular that creates the coherence. Okay, so imagine that breath flowing in, flowing out, nice and smooth and balanced. And as you're breathing, try to get that breath 
to be as sustained and smooth as possible. So same volume all the way through on the in-breath as the out-breath. And as you're breathing, just try and notice any tension or any jerkiness and try and relax into that and smooth that out. Okay, so it's going to leave you now for a couple of minutes just to practice breathing like that. Just nice, smooth, relaxed, balanced, and enjoy. Okay, so that's called heart-focused breathing. Uh, and what you're doing there basically is you're creating coherence. So in simple terms, what that means is you're balancing your autonomic nervous system. You're changing the nature of the communication between the body and the brain, particularly the heart and the brain. Uh, and what you're doing is you're, you're increasing the activity in the prefrontal cortex as well. So if you were to do that technique, particularly if you were stressed, then you would very quickly begin to reduce or stop the stress reaction. So that would include reducing adrenaline and cortisol. And this is the first of the heart math techniques that would enable you to shift from a negative emotion. So just practicing that type of breathing shifts from strongly negative or unpleasant stressful emotions and puts you into more of a neutral emotional space. And if you do this sort of throughout the day, you're basically reducing what's called allostasis or wear and tear, and you're promoting what's called homeostasis, which is the body's natural ability to rebalance and repair itself. So that's a great way to breathe most of the time. So you just, particularly if you, you know, you're sat at your computer doing emails or you're in a meeting or something like that, then just try and become more conscious of your breathing and try and put yourself into that coherent breathing pattern much more frequently. We've got to breathe anyway. Most people breathe suboptimally. And so if you can become more conscious and breathe more coherently more of the time, it can only do you good. So next we are going to practice a technique called quick coherence. So quick coherence is basically starting the same as the heart focused breathing technique. Uh, and then what we're going to do is we're going to intentionally choose a positive or pleasant emotion to add to that. So what we're going to do again is focus our attention in the heart or the chest area. 
So imagine that your breath is flowing into and out of the heart of the chest. Remember breathing a little slower and deeper. Ideally, the breath is balanced, say five seconds in, five seconds out, whatever's more comfortable for you. So we'll take a few breaths like that. Okay, so that's created the coherence then in the body and the brain. And what I'd like you to do now is to make a sincere attempt to experience a more regenerative feeling, such as appreciation or care for someone or something in your life. Okay, so it doesn't matter what it is, person, place, memory, anything at all. It just needs to be a sincere attempt to experience something more regenerative. So particularly those feelings of appreciation, care, love, gratitude. They're really useful feelings to be able to nurture. Okay, so now that you've connected with one of those feelings, all I want you to do is just to try to breathe the feeling in and out with each breath. And I'll leave you for a minute or so to practice doing that. Okay, so that's called a quick coherence technique. So basically it's doing everything that the heart focused breathing is doing. So it's getting you coherent. But what it's doing by adding in the um, addition of the positive, pleasant, emotional feeling, it's increasing activity in the prefrontal cortex even further. So that's the bit of you obviously that you need to be able to access, to, to be able to act smart, to self-regulate, to be more creative, empathetic, etc. In effect, it's by shifting into the positive emotion is helping to put you into what you might call a flow state or zone state. So it's a great state to be in to perform. And by choosing pleasant or positive emotional states, what you're also doing is releasing feel-good, do-good hormones. So particularly hormones like DHEA, which is a vitality hormone that literally rebuilds us on a cellular level. And also, if you really, really found that you could connect with feeling like care or love, then chances are you also would have begun to release some oxytocin. And oxytocin, which is sometimes called the, the hug drug or the love drug, is really good to have in your system because it basically buffers stress. So what I mean by that is it raises your tolerance of stress. So this technique, quick coherence, is a really useful technique to, to use before, during and after challenging or stressful events. So one more technique for you. This one's called the freeze frame. 
And the idea with the freeze frame technique is that you're going to use coherence to help you to solve a problem or be more creative, to, to, to think about a situation and see a situation differently. So in order to do this, what I need you to think about is something that's causing you stress or too much challenge, worry, frustration, just basically something that's going on in your life. It could be your work, it could be your personal life, it doesn't matter what it is anything at all but we need a subject matter for this so something that's going on for you uh, that is causing you yes stress too much challenge frustration anger any form of kind of negative or unpleasant emotion or feeling okay so if you can't come up with something straight away a you're very lucky or b you might want to just press pause uh, until you can think of something that we could use as the subject for this technique okay so first thing we're going to do then is I'm just going to give you like 20 seconds or so to write down uh, a few words that really encapsulate how you feel about this issue. So anything that you notice could be some feelings, could be some attitudes, it might even be sort of physical sensations in the body like tensions, for example. So yeah, just when you connect with this issue, just write down some words that, that encapsulate your experience of that in terms of thoughts, feelings, bodily sensations and experiences, attitudes, etc. Okay, so stop writing. Notice how you feel. Probably don't feel too great. <laughs> That's what happens when we focus on unpleasant things. But unfortunately, being human, you know, our evolution means that we do often spend a lot of time focusing on things that we don't want or that we would like to be different or we'd like to avoid. The good news is that we can at any time choose to stop doing that and to change our focus or our perception. So what I'd like you to do is just cover up what you've written down, turn over the paper, cover it up so that you can't see it. Okay, now sit nice and comfortably. You might want to close your eyes for this one. I'm just going to lead you through a process. Okay, so sit nice and comfortably. Close your eyes. And again, we'll begin by focusing our attention in the area of the heart. So shift the focus of the attention down to that part of your body. Put your hand on your chest if you like. And now imagine that your breath's flowing in and out of your heart or your chest area. And we're just going to spend 30 seconds or so breathing like that. Okay, now what I'd like you to do then is to make a sincere attempt to experience a more regenerative feeling. So that's appreciation, care, gratitude, love, something like that. So for someone or something in your life. Okay, so it doesn't matter what it is. Remember, it could be a person, a place, a memory, anything at all. 
So once you've experienced that more regenerative feeling, the appreciation, care, gratitude, what I'd like you to do is just breathe that feeling in and out with the breath. So I'm going to leave you now to do that for two minutes. Okay, so keep the focus in the heart, keep the breathing going, keep the feeling going. And now from this more objective place, please ask yourself what would be a more efficient or effective attitude, action or solution. From this more objective place, what would be a more efficient or effective attitude, action or solution? Don't brush it. Keep the focus in the heart and on the breath and on the feeling. And then just quietly observe any subtle changes in your perceptions, your attitudes or your feelings. And then when you're ready, just take your pen or pencil and write down a few words, what you notice now in terms of those changes in your perceptions, attitudes or feelings. So just write down a few words that encapsulate how you feel about that issue now in terms of perceptions, attitudes, feelings, bodily sensations, etc. Or perhaps any realization or solution that might have popped up for you.
Okay, so have a look now at the words that you wrote before the exercise and the words that you've written now. And just notice the characteristics of each and notice what the differences might be. And chances are that there is a difference. You know, it's not magic, maybe there isn't this time around, in which case maybe practice it again. But for, for many people, when they practice this exercise, there is a difference. Even if it's just a subtle difference, which might be, oh, well, you know, it's not bad as, as bad as I thought it was. Or actually, there's not a lot I can do about this at the moment. So what's the point in getting stressed? Or if you're really lucky, you might have had some sort of realization or, you know, a solution pop up or even some sort of epiphany about it. But the idea is with this technique, very simple freeze frame technique. When we're engaging with a, a problem or a situation, a challenge, something that's stressing us, we tend to become very narrow in our perceptions and our perspectives. But if we can stop, get coherent, then actually it means that we're open to a lot more different perceptions and options. We can see things differently. And therefore, once we see things differently, these different options and opportunities pop up and we realize that we can engage with the situation differently as well. It's a really simple technique. That's called the freeze frame. So there we go. Three techniques for you. First one, heart focused breathing. Very, very easy. We've got to breathe anyway. So uh, you may as well breathe coherently most of the time. So become more conscious of your breath and try and increase the frequency with which you breathe slowly, deeply and in a balanced way. The next technique was the quick coherence technique. So that's exactly the same as heart focused breathing. But what you're doing is you're choosing to experience a positive or pleasant feeling or emotion. And most of the time we go through our lives experiencing emotions that are just reactions to the things that are going on around us in the outside world or, or just popping up within our, our minds. The fact of the matter is that whilst emotions are reactions, they can also be choices. And if we can exercise our choice more frequently, particularly obviously around those things that are more pleasant, then we have an opportunity to improve not only quality of life, but also our health, because when we feel good, it does us good. And then the last technique that we just did together was the freeze frame technique. So the idea of the freeze frame is that you, you proactively use the state of coherence to engage with a problem or a situation, you know, to solve a problem or to be more creative or to see something from a different point of view or perspective and to come up, therefore, with, with different opportunities, different ways of doing things, different options. So there we go. I hope you found that useful. My name is Gavin Andrews. If you want to get in touch with me, then my email address is gandrews at heartmath.co.uk. If you'd like to take a look at our website, then it's heartmath.co.uk. Okay, thanks very much. Bye-bye. Imagine if every day you enjoy work, express yourself fully and exceed expectations. I believe we're all entitled to have this and that the future of work life will be changed by those who strive for and create more fulfilling work lives for themselves, their colleagues, their teams and wider organisation. Thank you for listening today. And if you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review and share it with someone you know who is curious like you.